judge not, judge not. They should be judged first. Of the Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast. I'm your host, Neil Richter, along with my partner in podcasting sitting across from me, Eman Bates. The PIP, that is me, and we back in the studio for episode 82. Yeah. Oh my God, we back again. <laughs> <laughs> and happy Easter, everybody out there celebrating. Oh, uh, yeah, it is Easter today, right? And, uh, we, and we actually. Eggs. And we have a guest in the studio for the first time, so I'll have uh, Eman introduce him out here for us. All right, uh, coming to you guys, uh, dope-ass Detroit, Michigan artist. Uh, he blends this, like, neo-soul, hey. jazz, funk, hip-hop. Hey. It's, like, this whole fucking crazy thing. Hey. Glad we sit down with you, brother. Uh, we have Nappy Devi in the studio. We need to get some sound bites. Thank y'all for having me. You just said I was the first guy here? No, first guy since COVID. First guy since COVID. I feel honored, yo. You know, I'm first, and it's nice as <laughs> Literally is the first guest we've had in over like a year though That's in the dope. studio. So we've, we've done been, some phone call interviews. Like, like March, actually, it's about like almost a year today because we went okay. down in March. Okay. And then we like took a break for a while, like a long ass break, like a year. And oh, then wow. somehow we won a fucking award in that time. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, but then like take we, everyone we can get. Yes, right? sir. We got yeah. back up and running like earlier this year, okay. and then we just been on fire. But we just been calling people instead of having gotcha. people in the studio. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah. Which How has been kind of convenient, honestly. Yeah. How was the quality with the calls? Like, is it some? It depends on who's like. It depends on where the caller is. Like when we called Gabe, he'd be like in the factory and he'd be loud as shit. Yeah, but right. when we called like Lindsay last week, that was like Lindsay solid. was that dope. Really called Dilo so, was Dilo, uh, Dilo good, last yeah. week was cool. Um, okay. Yeah, like well, then we had like a couple off ones, but I would say eighty percent success rate. That's mm-hmm. good. Then. That's good. But yeah, anyways, uh, that was uh, looking through my eyes to start the podcast off by DMX, and uh, first obviously first. the Wish reason him. that I started yeah. that with DMX is because uh, if you've heard the tragic news, uh, DMX suffered an overdose and had a heart attack. Yeah. So uh, we're definitely on this Easter Sunday, keeping that man in our prayers I and our thoughts. I didn't know that, like, because I, I was just looking up a lot bunch of shit about DMX just the past like couple of days. I already knew a lot, but mm-hmm. like I didn't know that his mentor was the one that like I saw that had too. like the fucking blunt lace with crack, mm-hmm. oh, and I that's what started. That. He was like fourteen. Like yeah. I didn't yeah. know that at all. Yeah, so he yeah, said he was on uh, he was on Talib Kweli's podcast, and he was talking about how when he was fourteen and just starting to get into rap, there was this dude that he hung out with that was a little older than him, and he kind of looked up to like as like an older brother type right, figure, right. and. Uh, he said this was before he started drinking, smoking weed, any of that shit. He's 14. Damn. You know, he's like, I was just rapping back then. But um, for some reason, we had laid down some good music that night, and my boy offered me a blunt. 
And so I hit it, and I knew this was something different than just marijuana. Even though I never smoked weed before, he's like, "I felt this felt weird, like right. very weird to me." Right. And then I, he was like, "I found out that it was uh, my boy had laced it with crack cocaine, and that's how my addiction started." And he was, and he starts crying on the podcast. Course, he's like, "I just man. never understood how someone could do that, that was supposed to do, had to do that to me." Yeah, and that's a fourteen. I mean, because that's that uh, to me that sounds like an evil person. To me, mm-hmm. that sounds like a crab in a bucket. Yep. You know, you saw somebody with potential, and you decided to take that opportunity and you know try to destroy his character, mm-hmm. and, you know, or at least uh, put like a little a toxic seed in his person that he didn't know nothing about. I right? mean, you robbed him at fourteen. At your brain 14, isn't even yep, fully bro. developed. Yeah. Yet. Exactly. So, he don't yeah. even know who he is for real. So you you telling me he thought he was smoking some weed? He like, right. oh, this is the best weed I ever had. Like, <laughs> this is like, <laughs> he thought he was getting high with some good Dude, This good. is like a story all this time. It's just like when young like kids that get into that in, like this industry, man, yeah. they just get manipulated. Yeah. And that's how you end up like with some fuck shit. Yeah. Like, the industry is a little toxic. Um, I'm a not little. necessarily. I'm <laughs> not in the. I'm in the industry, but I'm not like you know super super popular at at the moment. But I I see the toxicness of it. Uh, oh, shit, yeah. where I'm at, just in the, being underground and coming up. Like, um, but me personally, I know that I never went into the drug lane like doing like nothing too crazy. Like the most I've ever done was acid. So mm-hmm. I can't. Right. <laughs> and, psychedelics. You gotta stick to the psychedelics. You know psychedelics are fun every once in a while. Yeah. I mean, not that we do them or anything. But <laughs> I mean, you know, you gotta go to a good festival. You know, enjoy yourself yep, yep, and yep. then turn up. You know? yeah, Speaking exactly. of festivals. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, we'll get into about yeah, it we'll here talk a little about bit later it. for sure. Oh, but um. Yeah, and if you've if, if anything that I've learned about crack too, uh, like over the years of watching documentaries, movies, you know, Snowfall. all that shit, like that's one thing, <laughs> like the one drug, you know, that you hit that shit once it's and over. it gets a hold of yeah. you. I mean, it's, it's fucking over. game over. Now look at X is what forty six, forty seven years old now, and like didn't like George W smoke crack? Pro- no, no, <laughs> coke. Yeah, I think he was doing coke. I think he was a coke in Bush, college yeah. or some shit like that. But. I think he like microwaved it or some shit one day by Maybe. accident or something. <laughs> got a hold of it. <laughs> Maybe it's possible. But anyways, prayers out to X. We really hope that he recovers. I did see like an interview um, out of Lisa Evers on Hot ninety seven saying that he is breathing in the hospital right now, but. Um, as far as his condition goes, they still don't have yeah, too much say, word on they, it. Uh, earlier, it was reported that like his uh, lawyer said that he they took him off life support and he was breathing on his mm-hmm. own, but yep. that was a fabrication apparently. So mm-hmm. he's still yeah. on life support. I, yeah. I heard that he's breathing on his own, but he's still not like um, you know he's not like talking or like you know right. communicating and shit. So right. we hope he pulls through though, because man, it's been really sad because it's it's been so awesome watching this run of like all this press he's been doing like since he got out of jail. You know, he's working on the album he was on with Swiss versus. Beats. He was just on Drink Champs. I mean, he's been on every... Hey, versus he was on Versus, yeah. 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 Right. And he looked healthier, too. He had put on some weight. Right. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. So, I saw that, too. Yeah. But um, anyways, yeah, let's uh, kick it on into something a little bit happier. Something. And, something. Uh, I want to oh, be sad, oh. man. DMX, man. You know, we love you, man. Yeah. We're going to bring the good vibes. Yeah, yeah we man. do. So um, I guess before we get to something old, something new... We'll uh, kick it to E-Man for the beer that you brought us this week. Oh, boy. Which All we've right. had before, so, but... Uh, no, I mean, honestly, like, this time of year, this this beer is acceptable to have for once sure. again. Just because of the popularity of it. Totally. So, uh, for all my Michigan, all my Michiganders out there, first of all, I apologize on the Elite Eight, like, loss. <laughs> we haven't talked about that since yeah, last time. Yeah, that's true, that's true. Uh, second of all, I want to talk about one of the most popular beers in this state, which is the Bell's Oberon uh, from Bell's Brewing. Oberon, if you guys are familiar with it, has is pretty much a fucking holiday in this state, first of all. Uh, Oberon Day usually signifies like the start of spring, 
which you know okay. it's like 70 degrees out right now yeah, so that's a big that. thing for the beer heads out there like myself uh according to untapped and you can follow us untapped on beats underscore and underscore brews bells oberon is a weed l for me a uh, wheat l for men don't give away the plan bro you feel me? bells oberon is a wheat l fermented with bell signature house l yeast mixing a spicy hop character with a mild fruity aromas the addition of wheat malt lends a smooth mouthfeel, pause, making it a classic <laughs> summer beer. <laughs> Turn up. And yeah, so and we didn't have Oberon on Oberon Day, so we're going to have it right now. And right. Um, while we're getting a little sip of this beer, and we always like to play a little music of the birthdays we're celebrating uh, this week. So uh, I'm going to kick it off with the very legendary Marvin Gaye, um, who would have been, let's see, I forget if I have his age down or not. I think he would have been in his freaking 70s now, which is crazy to think about. Marvin. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm not sure exactly the age. I'll look him up. But here's a little bit of Mercy, Mercy Me by the man Marvin Gaye. And the legend Tracy Chapman turned 57 last week, so there's a little bit of her. Don't try and sample her, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can we even play her? I heard. TDE camp, our boy J-Rock turned 35 last week, so there's a little J-Rock for you. He 35? Hey, 35, man. Yeah. I thought he was way Can older. Can we get it? I used to get it like the top had the red charger. He got like that old head demeanor. Yeah, you can make it at any time, man. Can we get it? Look at Griselda. Can we get it how we used to get it? Cap on. And I got racks on. Spent four nights in the country I like, then take my rich ass back home. Glow so bright I can make moonlight. See, this ain't like your pheromones. New one, big gun, baritone. Who won? We won your home. We old school like Chopper, though. My old school made doctor know. My old school made hard not. Black on black, my coupe and strap. I ain't balling on the hard top. I told y'all to call top. Now my number call block. I don't miss a car shot. Holla, yeah. Cap on. And I got racks on. And I got racks on. 
And I produce that diesel. I can put Shaq on. I can put Shaq. Hey. Nigga, your bitch gon' leave you. You ain't got backbone. You ain't got. I don't rely on people, I just go and bread chase Whoa, this so fucking dope, I might catch a fed case Whoa, you ain't getting money, nigga, then you dead weight Whoa, got the drop on them, there you go, checkmate Whoa, we go drop on them, y'all better play safe Whoa, cap on, and I got racks on Don't be bitter, yo dope, they reconsider that shit be stepped on Eastside Johnny way out that project, but then I get my rep on Fuck your feeling, no question, bitch, last, I kill it, I bring that least, check home. The legendary Gil Scott Heron, rest in peace to him, would have been 72 last week. So here's a little bit of uh, spoken word out of that man as well. You will not be able to stay home, brother. not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. You will not be able to lose yourself on Skag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by Xerox in four parts without commercial interruptions. The revolution will not show you pictures of Nixon blowing a bugle. What's that? Zach Delaroca got a lot of sauce from Gil Scott Heron. Oh, for sure. Just his way of like delivery and stuff like that. Like it's not even like he's singing or not like really like he's it's more like spoken word type mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. But he puts it over beats. Right. So you know Zach Delaroca from uh, Rage Against the Machine. Like that's kind of how he delivered, but a way angrier way. Yeah, but right. he's more <laughs> screaming at you and shit. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so happy birthday to all those people. Oh, and then also. We don't have music out of him, but um, it was oh, Marvin Gaye William was... Daniels, who's 94, who played Mr. Feeney on Boy Meets World. <laughs> we, could put on, we could put on like a Feeney. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marvin Gaye would have been 82, by 82? the way. 82? Jesus, yeah. really? He Fucking would have been 82. Man. He died when he was 44. Damn, yeah. dude. That's Damn, so Marvin. He was uh, 39, yeah, 1939. That's crazy. Good looks on looking that up for me. Um. But yeah, um, I don't think we have to talk too much about what the Oberon tastes like. We all kind of know it's uh, that orangey flavored beer that we all like. Um, it do taste like orange. Orange right? citrus. It definitely does. It tastes healthy. Like, you know, I, I just cleaned my immune system with this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Orange, I feel you. Very, br- like, refreshing and crisp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you probably like. I bet you could like clean your shower with uh, fucking Oberon. You know, there's, you know, there's actually <laughs> That's like. Scary, in, bro. I don't want to drink no <laughs> shit I can clean my shower with. Well, alcohol. And an you know what's funny? I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, yeah. There's a hotel in Columbus, the uh, Brew Dog, Brew Dog Hotel. Mm-hmm. Like they have the dog house. Mm-hmm. They actually have taps in the rooms, like in the showers and stuff like that, like beer taps. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's lit. Huh. Yeah, that's Is it expensive? Crazy. Huh. I don't know. I'm trying to go there in a couple of weeks. Like, uh, it's my say. birthday present. That uh, sounds like some expensive yeah. shit. Hell yeah. They presenting beer while you take, like, you know, washing yourself. <laughs> like, I wash my you ever, ass I mean, you ever, I get sh- I mean, have you ever had a shower beer before? It's amazing. Oh, I do no. all the time. <laughs> Almost every single day when I get off from work. See, I, I, I mentioned earlier I was a stoner, bro. Like, I got this beer because y'all handed it to me. I wasn't planning on drinking it. <laughs> you know, we just sent Nappy Debbie on a wormhole. You feel me? It's cool, though. I mean, I'm going to be straight. I can drive. We just sent him on a craft beer wormhole. There's a fucking uh, a bit by this comedian I like named Dan Soda where he's talking about getting stoned and taking a shower, mm. and he's like, he's like, it's literally the best thing on the fucking face of it the is. earth. He's like, it I is. do it every single day. He's like, there's so many things you can do in there. He's like, you can fucking sing, you can fucking air. It's drum. so much better when you have like a Bluetooth <laughs> speaker in the shower yes, too. I'm like, oh, that's the best. See, I, see, we got the little, uh, you know, the racks, the uh, little what is they what they call them to hold your towels up and shit. Oh, I just the, put my B pill <laughs> on top of that. Yeah, yeah. So it's sure. close enough for me to like just hear it. And then if I need to change it, my B pill button, I just. 
tap it twice. <laughs> Yo, yep. <laughs> I'm going to get like a waterproof like Alexa, they, something they, like that. They just waterproof too. Oh, that's yeah. the best. Uh, uh, that was the one part I always thought was hilarious on Joe Budden's podcast when they were talking about how Maul was taking a shower while listening to that first Frank Ocean album, and then the Forrest <laughs> Gump song came out at the end. He was like, oh, yeah, I yeah, had to jump my naked it. ass out of the shower <laughs> and try to skip real quick without slipping on the floor. See, this is my thing though. He took a he took a shower listening to the whole album, bro. <laughs> yeah. That was a oh, long Channel ass shower. That album is an hour, bro. I'm gonna say that is not a. That is not a. And how you gonna get out and change it on Forrest Gump? That album was a Thinking about you was about dudes too, bro. Yeah, for sure. You literally, man. He capping. He listened to that whole album. He just said that just for sure. Yeah. With pyramids on that album too. Yeah, pyramids on the album. That album is phenomenal. That album is crazy. I love Frank Ocean. Oh, of course, bro. Frank is a goat. Like Frank is a major inspiration. I wish he would drop more than once every fucking seven years. But he do that to keep his his fans like ears like. Since when you hear new shit, we are gonna be listening to that for the next five years. It is just crazy what came out of the Odd Future camp in general. Bro, yeah. Okay, Odd Future inspired me to be Nappy Devi. You feel me? Odd Future inspired me to be myself. Like, cause I started a high school group called Last Tribe, and we was inspired by Odd Future and ASAP, you know, mm-hmm. yep. and a little bit of Pro Era. Yep. So it was yep. like, we like shit, you know, we young, cool hip. Yep. So then, but Odd Future was the ones that mainly inspired us because they were different. They were uh-huh. outcasts. They were themselves. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of gave us the uh, influence to be like, shit, we just going to be who we are and just whoever like it, they like it. Whoever I love those it. three camps that you just mentioned, too. I love the Pro Era guys. Hell yeah, bro. Joey sick. Badass, Capital Steez, come on. Fucking Nick Caution, Goats. fucking Kirk Knight making all the beats for him and shit. Yeah, that's fucking sweet. And I love how they kind of intermingle with the ASAP crew too. Like mm-hmm. Ferg's always working with the pro era mm-hmm. guys. And, 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 and Flatbush, and, and, uh, Flatbush, Flatbush too. too. Yeah, Flatbush. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, what do you call that? Beast Coast. Yep. Yeah, Beast Coast. Coast. Yep. Yeah, Beast Coast. Yeah, Beast Coast is sweet. They started that movement because they was trying to say like the East Coast ones getting as much love as the West. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of true because well, hip hop originated on the East Coast. Yep. You know Which what I'm saying? Sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then you know the West came. Ice T pulled that little you know that mm-hmm. little his his song and the West Coast took took branch because of that aggressive more. Um, I guess the sound that they were looking for. Yep. The but radio then, was looking for necessarily. And, and then the, the gangster so- rap and then music. The the gangster rap music yeah. Yeah. And then the South came. Now the South has been running it for South, fucking 20 man, plus years Man, the South been going crazy, bro. Fucking Outkast fucked the game up with that shit. I really <laughs> Detroit's on a come up, though, which is kind of insane. Detroit is definitely on the come up. Detroit is definitely on the come up. Detroit's getting so many good looks. Detroit, it's like, and it's crazy because I've been feeling the same way. Everybody been like, bro, are you going to reach out to like other cities? Are you going to, do you plan to go to Cali or some shit like that? I'm like, I mean, it's possible. I know people out there, but see this beer, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I told you what's the picture. I'm gonna be like, damn. All right, holla, holla. But, but everybody telling me I should branch out to the shy to uh, the LA, and I'm like, that's cool. But I also, as you say, I I see the city mm-hmm. coming up. I see the little like people got their eyes on us. Like I've been, I ain't gonna say too much, but I've been to a couple private parties, you know, and yep. a couple names been throughout there, mm-hmm. and you know, I didn't met a couple people, so it's like. They scoping. Like, mm-hmm. they, they actually is looking for talent. And I think at this point, uh, slowly but surely, we about to get back. Well, it's, we always going to be Motown, but we gonna, we just going to be be where we where we always been, but just in a bigger uh, spotlight. Yeah, so right. And we, I, I always say, too, like, as a new artist, I think one of the best things you can do is to get really known and well-loved area. in your area yep. and then branch out after yep. that. But yep. get known in your city before anything else, you know? Yep. Um, I, uh... When I was 17, I want to say 17 or 18, I went to Patchwork Studios. And I, I forgot his name, but the owner told me that. He said, get known. I don't think if he was the owner, but he was a, pro- a producer there. He was somebody, bro. Mm-hmm. And I went to Patchwork Studios with this one rapper um, a while ago because we did this Coast to Coast show in Atlanta. 
So um, he told me straight up, like, get known in your city. Get known in your neighborhood first. Your block should know you, right? Mm-hmm. It's better when you're young. He like, your block should know you. And if you go to school, your school should know you. Yep. And I started in school, so that was crazy. And I branched off in school. How old are you? I'm 24. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I started off. Well, I've been making music since I was, like, uh, 50, like writing-wise. Prop raps. I want to say 13. I started with poetry, though. I started making poetry around, like, 11. So 13, 14, 15, I'm like, oh, if I can write poems, I can rap. Mm-hmm. So I started to rap more. But when I hit, like, 15, I started to train myself in singing because I wasn't the greatest singer, bro. Mm-hmm. I, I hear those old videos like, oh, that boy was trash. <laughs> but <laughs> but, but I'm, now I'm here, and, you know, that motivation to keep striving and do it, and, and then you actually do it. And to get recognition for it, it's kind of like, okay, this is dope. So, But my first project by myself, I probably dropped was, like, 19. And started releasing music about seventeen with my friends. That's sweet. Yeah. And you, you're still young as hell, man. Yeah, you got man. so much time to grow and do awesome <laughs> shit. We we're loving the shit that you put out. We Should we just go into the interview like right now? Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, we'll do. Uh, we'll, we'll do something else new later. No, no, no. My fault. I didn't know, bro. I didn't know about this. Is perfect. Actually, it worked. No, you fucked up the format now. No, but we actually we played your track Namaste on here a couple weeks ago, and that fucking song is really good. Honestly, I've added it. You you officially made one of my playlists. Yes, sir, man. Yes, sir. Is that the only song y'all heard from me? That's the only one I've. Heard so Terry far, sent yeah. me like a little clip of some new you got coming, and I listened to that, oh, and that was dope. Too. <sighs> Let me check the phone, bro. It's called New Cape. I think so. <laughs> that's supposed to be coming out on 420. Uh, so, yeah, oh, shit. Yeah, that's some new shit. Um, it's more so, it's not like Namaste, right? Uh-huh. Namaste is more spiritual, connecting, expressive. New Cape is more like, all right, I'm the shit, bro. Uh-huh. Who fucking with me? Yep. If you think you fucking with me, come meet me. You know, come, yep. come, come say it to my face type shit. New Cape is kind of like my flex, but also kind of like, um, me expressing like how people be showing fake love, uh-huh. and it's like that's the first verse. The first verse is like um, that 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 fake love that people show you, like um, you know, oh I see you out here working, bro, but you ain't never liking none of my shit. You ain't never yeah. even sharing none of my shit. You ain't never heard a song, but you see me out here working, and it's mainly for like old friends and fake family. Yep. It wasn't necessarily for like fans or people who really support. It's mainly just for those people who you who see you coming up and still won't support you. Yeah. Until you got that get to that point to where it's like, oh man, I gotta support him we, now. We can't everybody... deny you anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So. What was that Eminem verse we talking about back in the day where he was talking about blowing up and he's like all of a sudden I got ninety some cousins. Ma- Marshall Mathers. <laughs> yeah. See I'm just Marshall Mathers. Yeah. I just played the whole album. <laughs> he said, "Because it loved me, it just expect so much, so much of me. You little goopy bitch, get off you go." reciting, bro. Because M is like, you know, M is for sure. Yep. Favorites. Oh, man. I'm gonna say, man, who are your influences? Um, I want. I'm gonna give you five: Eminem, Kendrick, uh, fucking um, Andre 3000. Yeah, for sure. I hear that one. Um, Kamal. I don't know if you ever heard of brother Kamal. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. I think okay. he's from NY. I th- uh, Voc- yeah, I think you're right. Vocally yeah. wise, Kamal and Pierce Deville. Okay. Pierce Deville go crazy. I don't know the last one. Pierce Deville. That's a, a band. Oh, That's okay. A, uh, post-hardcore band. Oh shit! I'm gonna uh, check that out. They dope as fuck. Like they uh different though. They haven't been dropping like a lot, and um they just make vibes. They I think I think his uh, his penmanship. His name I forgot his last name. His last name his first name is Vic something. The lead uh-huh. singer, but his pen bro go crazy. And then I think. Vic and Mike Funtes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Pierce Deville. Okay. And they're, they're uh, I don't know where they're from, but they're dope as shit. San Diego. I'm San Diego. Already got their bio. <laughs> <laughs> he already, already got them already on. Look, see, Pierce when you Deville. said all you had to say was post hardcore, and E-Man was like, "Fuck yeah, on, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm a pop punk. I'm yeah. pop punk, post hardcore, oh, yeah, like hell yeah. I'm sky. I love sky, like yeah. hell yeah. See, that's that's like I got more into like post hardcore and shit once I moved to East Detroit because I was born and raised in the city, and I moved to East Point 
uh, when I got into 11th grade, my uh-huh. grandma and shit. And, you know, I'm over there, you know, with the white folks. I'm like, let me get in touch with they style. Let me check it out. <laughs> and, I mean, but, you know, East Point got the hood, too, now. So it's like, right. Mm-hmm. all right, bet. So then I'm like, um, I still was that East Side kid who came from DPS. But then I'm like, this rock music hitting, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, Axe Alexandria, Cream Day, yeah. oh, dude, we got a, Lincoln Park. We got bro. a similar story. Bro, yeah, I, I love it. I, I, really, like, I, mean, I love it. Bro, I mean, I mean, because don't get me wrong, I'm East Side by heart. But, you know, I still got a little, you know, I, I'm saucy. I'm, I'm an uh, all-around type of person. I can fit into any type of crowd. I'm a, uh, The very, chameleon. Yeah, I'm very good yeah. at adapting. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's a testament to what Detroit is, too. Mm-hmm. Like, there's such, like, a mixed bag of people and, like such a uh, and, and you're like you're right it's like it's, all these neighborhoods have kind of blended into like these weird different things like one night E-Man and I will hear gunshots and the next morning we'll see like a white girl jogging down the right? street it's like, right. <laughs> it's, like <laughs> it's just Bro. everyone down there right now man I mean and then it's like it's so cool because it's like I think just to see like the differences from the cities and um, just being around many different artists who come from all over Michigan mm-hmm. and it's kind of just uh, uh, intriguing to see like we all are similar. Mm-hmm. Like, even though we aren't um, necessarily from the same branch, um, we still have that, I guess, that Detroit flavor to yep. us. I, I can't necessarily say that I get along with every artist, but I do respect every artist mm-hmm. that I come in terms with because, I mean, uh, you know, um, I'm sorry. It's, this, this beer gonna make me perfect, yeah. man, bro. <laughs> You're good. I'm telling y'all I don't drink, and this this shit got me a little lit. But um, most, uh, like, artists nowadays in the city, you know, I guess everybody... Trying to find themselves, right? Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of them still are caught up on the same sound. Mm-hmm. A lot of them. Yep. De- um, Detroit, you know, like usually is known for like a specific sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it also but it, like it's like it's such a melting pot of music, the, like creativity of like um like shit that started here. You know, like right. you got like the techno influence that started right. here, house music, yeah, and Motown with the soul music and shit. Like yeah. there's so many different avenues to like kind of bleed into your craft so yeah i mean i think detroit was one of the most talented cities like on an art it is one of the most original cities (laughs) i agree i agree it's just that like we're highlighted for certain things and that's that's the problem with detroit yeah specifically the hip-hop scene Mm. like because you get highlighted for like the certain family. Not everybody's going to sound like a payroll. Not everybody's right. going to sound, sound like a Sada, Sada baby. baby. Not everybody's going to mm-hmm. sound like a Peasy. Yeah. So, I mean, for those, for those guys, like, and not, there's nothing wrong with those guys. Those no. guys are dope as fuck. But not everybody's going to sound like that. And so you shouldn't the, expect that from every and that, artist. That's the part, though. That's the thing. I think a lot of people, um, let me say more so, uh, the artists who are trying to come up a lot sooner. Let me. I ain't going to name anybody but Cloud Chasers, right? Mm-hmm. Right. They just trying to jump on the next wave. Yep. Anything that makes them uh, popular, sooner, faster. Yep. Uh, so I, I caught that, especially being at these open mics and meeting all these artists and, you know, some of them at least. And it's just like you you realize who's here because they love it. Mm-hmm. You realize who's here because they're passionate about it. And then you realize who's here because they want to be popular. So yep. it's like, and you weigh them out. You put them where they at. You, one of them you hit with the head now, like, what up, bro? The other one you, what up, man? I see you in a minute. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's more of a, it's a respect type of thing. You know, as I said earlier, I respect every artist. It's it's levels to the shit, though. I ain't oh, giving you my 100%, yeah. especially if you kind of shysty and like weird and I already know about you in the scene. So it's like, right. I just keep my, I just keep to myself, really. I mean, I work with a lot of people. Like, I've been working with this uh, uh collective called The Lightning Room. They're really dope. Um, like a lot uh musicians okay. um videographers photographers and like dope people uh, artists themselves and they're pretty dope um 
but yeah so <laughs> Go, going doing. back to your point real quick too e-man on like artists like um payroll like mm. look how much it pays off too now for him now that he's branched out like the shit the project with cardo that we've been oh, listening that cardo to project like, was dope, now that he's really got like a different type of production like that he sounds so good on that bay area <laughs> shit yeah man. i mean like there's such a good marriage between the sound of the bay area and detroit as well like yeah. we talked about i mean about all yeah, i mean that's kind of yeah, I mean, it's kind of, those cities kind of go hand in hand. E40 said that a lot yeah, like, right. when he come down here. Too mm-hmm. short as well. Yep. Right. Yeah, it's got a similar uh, feel and vibe. I mean, that's why Larry June, I feel like, could ride on like a lot of Detroit beats, too. If you yeah, really yeah want actually, to, it's yeah. funny you mentioned that. Um, You know, Ashley Sorrell on uh, Royce's label yeah. that we talk about and shit? She yeah, had shout put out. Yeah, shout out to Ashley Sorrell. I know she she told me she's got an album in the works, so I can't wait for that shit. But, um, future friend of the show. Yep, hey. future friend. Yeah, <laughs> she said she's going to come on here eventually, so hopefully that happens. But um, she was talking about, she's like, Tell me when you're listening to Larry June, you don't hear uh, Boldy James in that. I'm like, definitely. Yeah. Like, they definitely have a similar style, for yeah, sure. That's, and that's Bay, why I like Larry Detroit. June, because I like Boldy James. Yep. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I do and I'm, Oh, that's another one, actually, we're talking, because we were talking a little bit about people who got on late. Boldy James is another one, because he w- he's with Griselda. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. All them Griselda dudes are, like, almost in their 40s. Like, Westside Gun's got, like, an 18-year-old kid, I think. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, Westside Gun just dropped some shit today. He dropped a freestyle <laughs> for Easter, I yeah, saw. Yeah, he dropped, yeah. Uh, was it Westside... Or what uh West West Side Day or something like that instead of Easter. But it's like a video it's like the photo of like Bugs Bunny with like the skeleton, but it's like his head's mm-hmm. normal. It was it was pretty crazy looking, but yeah. That's actually a good segue because we can just we might actually be able to play that. Let's just get into something old, something new. Right. And we can uh go run down all the shit that we've been listening to that uh makes us happy. All right. Um let's see. You did I start this off? Neil? I can't remember. Did I did, did yeah, I think it's my. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Out. You can start it. All right, so with something old, then I went back to um, 1998 with uh, "Moment of Truth" by Gangstar. Um, this album okay. just celebrated a birthday. Came out on 98 or on March 31st of 1998, and that's why I kind of went back to it. And um, if you're unfamiliar with Gangstar, rest in peace to Guru. First of all, um, Guru was one of the best MCs ever, in my opinion. And DJ Premier is in my top five favorite producers of all time. Um, they mixed a lot of elements of like jazz in their music, you know, on that early New York '90s hip hop shit. Um, and I just, this is just a fucking phenomenal album, in my opinion. Um, start, start to finish, the whole thing plays great. So um, if you haven't heard it, go check it out. I'll pull a little bit up so you can hear it. Um, let me see here. Moment of Truth. Um, let's see, album by Gangstar. And I'm just going to kick it off with the title track, which is also in the movie Lincoln Lawyer, by the way, if you've never seen that. But um, here's a little bit of You Know My Steez by Gangstar. That makes me know that we, we, we were doing, we had the right idea in the beginning, and, and we just need to maintain our focus and elevate. We, what we do, we update our formulas. We have certain formulas, but we update oh, right. with the times and everything, you know? And, and, and so, you know, the rhyme style is elevated, the style of beats is elevated. Who's this suspicious character strapped with the sound profound? Similar to rounds spit by Derringers. You're in the terror dome like my man Chuck D said. It's time to dethrone you clones and all you knuckleheads. Cause MCs have used up extended warranties. While real MCs and DJs are a minority. But right about now, I use my authority. Cause I'm like the wizard and you look lost like Dorothy. The horror be when I return for my real people. Words of split wigs hitting like some double desert eagles. Sporting caps pulled low and baggy slacks. 
contract and other rappers who lack over premieres tracks. Severe facts have brought this rap game to near collapse. So as I have in the past, I will back. Dropping lyrics that be harder than sex and candle wax. And one dimensional MCs can't handle that. While the world's revolving on its axis, I come with mad love and plus the illest warlike tactics. The wilderness is filled with this. So many people searching for false flip. I'm here with the skills you've missed. The rejected stone is now the cornerstone. Sort of like the master builder when I make my way home. You know my steeds. <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit of you know my steeds out of Gangstar. Um, that was my something old this week, and now I can kick it over to my pot and I, E-Man. What you got this week? You know what, man? It's getting hot out, right? Yep. Right. Summertime, about to get the taco meat season coming. Taco meat season's <laughs> you almost underway. taco meat shirt on I for do, that. I do, man. I got shoes. I got, I got, we're good. <laughs> I can actually bring out good shoes now. This, yep. is, this is a great time of year yep. right now. So, for my something old, I decided to go back a little bit early, like the early 2000s. And honestly, this is the only song I really know by this artist, but it's still such a staple of like summertime magic to me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Little Rob Summer Nights. Ah. Yeah, that's like <laughs> one of my favorite like summertime like summertime anthems. Period. Yep. Uh, I don't. Here's the thing. I don't know that much about Little Rob besides the song. I'm I'm gonna look a little bit into him. Uh, give you guys some facts on it. Yeah, look him up while I play a little bit of it for yeah, the man, people. This is uh, this is one of my favorite songs. Period. Like for this time of year. Here is Summer Nights by Lil Rob. I'm feeling good. Feeling alright tonight. I'm feeling good now. Yeah. It's all good in the neighborhood, homes. I feel good, I feel alright Cruising through my neighborhood on a warm summer night I feel good, that's right I feel good now, it's summer night Summer days just sitting around But when the sun goes down I'll be ready to party Ain't nothing like them summer nights Keep the top on, drop All the girls looking hot Hit the photo and we just don't stop Party until the Call the druga on the phone, let her know I'm home alone It's 7.30 and the sun's going down It's a summer night and the fun's going down I pick her up and she looks all dolled up Sitting passenger in my rag and Paula I let her know that she looks beautiful to me The world's an ugly place but she is such a sight to see The kind of woman that would put up a fight for me The kind of wants to spend the summer nights with me The temp was 80 and I'm cruising with my lady Playing some Rafi Bagan, who baby baby I see my homeboys and the cruising in the ride With their ladies sitting by their side People think we look crazy but I think we look classy But then again, that's only if you ask me that's a little bit of Summer Nights out, Lil' Rob. Yeah, I mean, I've never heard that before. Dude, I love that song. How did you get wind of this guy? Like, I've never even heard of MTV Lil' Rob MTV Jams, 2005. Ah, okay. <laughs> the classic. Ah, yeah. You don't get into those no more. I really like uh, the no, beat. No, you don't. I thought that yeah. beat was really tight on that. Um, yeah, and I guess now I can kick it over to you, Nappy, for your uh, uh, okay. something old. If you got something. I do, I do. All right. Um, the Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. Woo! Oh, shit. The whole album. Um, just went diamond. Yep, it sure bro. Did. I, I peep, I peep. Uh, um, and yeah, that's an amazing album. You could play these songs from that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I was thinking of the lost ones. That was the one in my head. Yep. 
Yeah, okay. so that's the one I was hoping for. Yeah, that album is phenomenal. And there is Crazy. like, if you look up the credits in that album, there is like some of the dopest musicians ever that played Man. and recorded on that fucking album. Crazy, so, bro. Yeah, I'll give you a little bit of Lost Ones because that song is phenomenal. And yeah. this album also feels great in the summertime. Hell yeah. It's funny how money changes situation. Miscommunication lead to complication. My emancipation don't put your equation. I was on the humble you on every station. Someone play young Lauren like she done. But remember not to game the one of the sun. Everything you did has already been done. I know all the tricks from bricks to kingstown. My ting done major kingdom one wrong. Now understand El Boogie la Viola. But if a thing tests me, run for me gun. Can't take a threat to me this way since creation a groupie call you far from temptation now you want ball over separation tarnish my image in the conversation who you gonna scrimmage like you the champion you might win some but you just lost one you might win some but you just lost one you might win some but you just lost one you might win some but you just lost one you might win some but you just lost one now now how come your talk turn cold gain the whole world for the price of your soul Man, this album went crazy too. I didn't like its first week alone, it sold 500,000. Damn. Um, and it had like it had one, two, three, four, five, five charting singles off it. Man, won a bunch of Grammys. But it had like 10 nominations at the Grammys. Jesus Christ. You know what's funny actually too is your something old came out like literally a couple months uh, after the one that I had because this album also came out in 1998. Real quick, breaking news before we go into something. Oh new. shit, what's that? Uh, new York Times just posted two hours ago. DMX is on life support and in vegetative state. Oh Jesus, yeah. that's not good, man. That's not good. That's not, not good. good Prayers up. I oh mean, man, I know that's hard to recover from that. So he, he's a strong one though. So hopefully yeah. he'll he'll get together, man. I hope so. But oh, yeah. we don't want you to pull through, dog. Pull through. Yep, that's last for sure. Year we had too many losses. Way that's too many. For sure. Yeah. And honestly, if Especially you wanted to run one more movie. something old, you could go back to like all of DMX's early work Dark and give him a fucking I, yep. Uh, yeah, oh my god, give him flesh my flesh, right blood now, my blood. Um, yeah, X is the shit. Yeah. But um, yeah, moving on now to something new this week. Um, I only had one new album, but then I've got like a few samples that I heard that I thought were pretty tight that I wanted to play. Um, I guess to kick it off with my uh, something new, I went with. Um, um, Mono Neon, who put oh, out an album, man. fucking uh, <laughs> Superman, uh, and Mono you can—it's not on the streaming services right now, but you can get it on Bandcamp. Um, I think under uh, his name is under Dwayne Mono Neon Thomas Jr. Real quick, before you go into that, I just want to shout out, like, shout out Bandcamp because yeah. Bandcamp is like one of the most user-friendly, like, artist-friendly, artist yeah. ar- like, user-friendly <laughs> for artists, like, yeah. for real. Like, I think more people need to take advantage of Bandcamp. Definitely, and they're not giving us an endorsement or anything. But, I ain't got yeah. nothing on Bandcamp. Dude, start, start looking it up because like, they do Bandcamp Fridays every Friday every where art, they get all the proceeds go like, straight, straight to the artists. artists. Like Bandcamp don't take nothing on Fridays. Yeah. Like, so. A lot more people need to take care, take advantage of Bandcamp, yep. for sure. It's a great, and, and you don't, I mean, you can listen to the music on there without paying for it, or you can buy the album, and you know, you can buy it track by track, or you can buy the whole album. 
right. they can Thing follow like, and build up your, your the DSPs uh, is like yeah you reach more people because more people have Spotify more people have Apple Music more mm-hmm. people have you know like Tidal or some shit like that but like Bandcamp you have that option to where it's just like art like for the artist by yep. the artist pretty much yep. and that's why I love about it and they get paid for the album right then and mm-hmm. there yep and yeah. I yep. also I also want to preach SoundCloud too because now SoundCloud is starting they just said they're gonna be adding um like getting more equity to artists for their music and shit so yeah I saw that too SoundCloud Bandcamp I know it's easier to go to Apple and Spotify and Tidal, but you know, show some love to the artists that work so fucking hard to make this music that we love. Facts. Um, but I'll play you guys a little bit of uh, this song called Invisible off here by Mono Neon. He's, if you're unfamiliar with his music, he's also in a band called Ghost Note. He's one of the dopest bass players I've ever fucking seen, seen in my life. Twice. He's <laughs> so crazy good. I didn't know he could sing this well either, so he's got hey, a dope ass voice. Mono Neon can sing? Yeah, he sings the whole album. <laughs> I never heard it, bro. Mono Neon, he's dope. the dude will play bass to viral videos. It's like, fucking hilarious. Viral yeah. videos? Yeah, he'll like, do uh, news I stories and like, play news stories. Yeah. Shit. Fucking hilarious. yeah, he's dope. But here's a little bit of Invisible off um, Superman by Mono Neon. Take a moment, everything bringing you down. And they look at you strange, like you're a mistake. So you just turn around, but sometimes don't you wish you were invisible? Yeah, that's a little bit of mono neon, invisible. I could definitely rock that out, but he's got long song titles. But the album's not that long. It's only eight tracks, but he's got a shitload of music on Bandcamp as well. So you could definitely go check him out over on Bandcamp. And um, he's also a great Instagram handle. I think it's just uh, I think just mono neon is his handle. But it's he's always playing dope ass bass bass parts and shit on there. He's awesome. I actually just saw that he met up with Flea from the Chili Peppers and oh, they were jamming dope. together. Oh, like, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> But yeah, that's my only something old. I've got a couple Lucy's, but I'll wait um, till after you guys go. So I'll kick it over to you, E. I got two. Uh, one is an album that came out while we were down last year, and I'm gonna want to bring it back up. Okay, we, cool. I know we both love it. I don't, I don't know if you heard it yet. And then one that actually just came out this past week because I went by the album artwork, which we do sometimes to find something dope we never heard before. Yep. Uh, so first one, I'm going to go with the one Neil and I know you both love is Juicy J, The Hustle Continues. Because that is just like my hype up album. Like that that song, that album just start to finish. Is just, I haven't heard it. Oh shit. Juicy J. Juicy J still got it. Of course. Yep, Juicy sure J does. never lost Three, it. 6 Mafia. Oh man. oh man! I feel like we gotta rock the the t- or the intro off I that do, one because the intro goes so love, crazy. By the way? <laughs> yeah, the intro is dope. But I, you know what? My favorite, one of my favorite parts about the album, Logic does his fucking ad libs. I know. Shut the fuck up. Logic, Logic does his like be, like producer tag. You're like, what Juicy J? Juicy be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Real quick yeah. side note on Juicy J too. I thought this was hilarious. You know, like I. 
I believe in getting the vaccine, but I'm not super pushy on people that don't believe in it. But Juicy J had posted something like, <laughs> um, he's like, I don't think you should get the vaccine. I just think you should wear a mask and take your vitamins. And someone quoted the tweet and was like, listen, I don't normally comment when celebrities say stuff like this, but Juicy, you've been telling me to do cocaine since 1995. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, chill. No, there, was some, there was some other shit last year. He was like, I feel bad. I feel like I inspired a whole generation to do drugs. He goes, oh, it's too late. I'm already addicted to crack. But here's a little bit of best group off that album. It's the intro on here where he's just fucking ripping. So here's Juicy J for you. One of these days. Here's this motherfucking mouth, bitch. The dope shit still goes on, ho. And we gonna do a little something like this. I love a good What Juicy say? He be like, shut the fuck up. No, no. Yeah. I was young when I could get my first lick. I flipped that shit, then we got rich. Plenty of times they tried to throw me off track, but I just went back. It's good to be black. Got my brothers out the trap, and I guaranteed the niggas that they would never go back. They went for movements, some packs, and some rappers, and everything we said was real, no acting. They cannot fuck with me, my mind is strong, call me 50. I just might spit till I'm 50, I'm tripping. What I'm smoking on is sticky. Waiting for the shit they kick and they hit me. I took my shot at this shit, Smith and Wesson. Still at the top, and this shit, I'm a legend. Niggas gon' touch your integrity. Gotta stay woody if you want longevity. Catch me cruising down Beverly. Pouring my drink up and smoking so heavily. The floor is sensational. That's what you hate, folks. They say I'm so inspirational. When they mention Ratchet, mention my name. I'm the one added this shit to the game. They told me that I would never be shit. Who the best group ever did it? 3-6. <laughs> Yeah, that's Who a little bit of best group, uh, the intro off of Juicy J's album, The Hustle Continues. Um, and, man, speaking on 3-6, like, every rapper, like, the whole wave of rappers that are out right now owe mm. a lot of fucking credit to 3-6 Mafia. Like, yeah. their production sound fucking leaks into every artist that I hear now. Travis Scott fucking, you know, oh, The yeah. Weeknd, everybody out right now. ASAP. Yep, ASAP, big time. Yep. I love their And they own all their masters, too. They never sold their masters ever in their career. So That's Juicy J and DJ Paul make all that fucking loot. They were talking <laughs> about the little Nas X thing, and then they were talking about, uh, so it was somebody talking about, oh, little Nas X, you know, grind on the devil and stuff like that. And they go like, and I forgot who said it, but he goes like, yeah, you literally lo- listen to a group named Three Six Mafia. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, right. And I, you know, I actually saw a pretty good take on that little Nas X thing, just to go back to what you were saying, where, you know, I, I was just kind of, I just kind of ignore it, like the stupid gossipy, like trendy shit. But like, that's a little bit bigger. Than it's that. a little bit bigger. Little and I, <laughs> someone made a pretty good point in talking about it. They were like, I think what little Nas X is really trying to do here is kind of like uncover. Um, the agenda of how hard it is to be a gay black male, because mm-hmm. the, especially in like hip hop music, because mm-hmm. that shit's been ostracized and criticized so hardcore. So he's kind of just trying to and say, it's just like, one of those things. Like he was like, I'm just trying to do what they did, like because they pushed me out of the church right. because I was gay. Exactly. Right. Right. Like, right. Like, yep. like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna own myself. Yep. And that's I'm why I'm like, you know what? I respect it. Man. I hats off to him, man. Yeah. And art is art, bro. It's his fucking. It's his art. It's his it's fucking. You know. Yeah. You know. I'm exactly. not gonna, yeah, I'm not. Oh, they actually made fun of him on SNL last night. By the I way. heard they did. I heard <laughs> SNL was pretty funny last night. And St. Vincent was the musical guest, and that chick is amazing. So I want to check that out for sure. Um, but yeah, like I, I said this before when Old Town Road came out, and I'll say it now. 
Get your money, little Nas. Yeah, get for your sure, money. man. And I like that, I, I, I I've mentioned that before, it on this podcast, like, I, I never thought much of the Old Town Road song, but I didn't the new one's not that bad. So actually, Allie played me the new song last night, and I was like, this is significantly better than Old Town Road. His new song or whatever. Yeah. Ma- what is it called? Like Monterey or something? Marta- or I think it's Ma- is his name. Mon- Montoro? Montoro. Montoro. Monterio? Something like that. It's his name. Okay. It's his actual name. Oh, okay. I seen his genius, how he was explaining it. All right. So, yeah, it's his name. It's Monterio or something like that. Montero or Monterio. Okay. Also, the video is fucking great. Yeah, it is pretty funny. <laughs> I yeah. got to admit, the video is... Yeah. And he's my birthday twin. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's for sure. Well, anyways, how about you, man? Are you listening to any new music that just came out? Hell yeah. Uh, I got two. Um... I think uh, this one track came out last year by Louis the Child. Oh man, Louis um, the featuring Child Duckworth, Get Together. Yep, that song is fucking dope. That one and Good Days by SZA. Oh my Those god, those are the two songs mm. I've been playing back to back. Like Let me find this Louis the Child. We waiting on uh, we waiting on a top dog drop from actually all of them really. I, well. Uh, Top said, "What I don't know what the fuck he said, but <laughs> on Instagram he posted Isaiah it was like soon." So I think Zay about to drop. Um, I know Sis's album is coming because that's just obvious. She dropped three singles already, mm-hmm. so album is on the way. Yep. So, um, but I know J Rock said his next one's done, and then mm-hmm. and, and Kendrick. Kendrick's been like mm-hmm. shooting videos. And yeah. Shit, apparently. I mean, they dropped the uh 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 they dropped the song with him and uh Baby King, but it was um it was a leak. I feel like everybody. Mm-hmm. It, was called Vent. it was dope as fuck. I feel actually. like everybody from Top Dog like just owes it out, with the exception of Schoolboy yeah, Q. Yeah, potentially the whole label could drop. Except right. yeah, <laughs> with the exception right. of Schoolboy Q, because Schoolboy Q drops the most frequently. I feel yeah. like well, yeah, well, he, yeah. yeah, he dropped. I mean, when was um Crash Talk? Crash Talk was 20, last year, right? No, it was two no, years ago. Two years ago. So yeah. he might drop. Too. He might. He's probably gonna drop this what? year too. But yeah. like, uh, only person that hasn't been dropping, dropping. I'm sorry, I mean, got you. No, you're good. Absol. I know. We need an Absol. We need some I feel like we need Absol more than anybody. Well, maybe short of Kendrick, but like more than anybody. I mean, I want Zay more because they younger. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a huge Absol fan, mm-hmm. but I love Zay Wap. Like, as, as much as I stand Kendrick, I find myself listening to Zay more than anyone else. Yeah, Zay, I, really I mean, he's, he got a vibe, and his sound is so different. Like, Zay inspired some of my music, so it was like, hell yeah, like, that's who I'm ready to hear. I want to hear some Zay. Did and going see? back to your point on that Frank Ocean shit, too, mm-hmm. like, with an artist like Zay, like, I've listened to the Sun's Tirade and uh, Sylvia demo so many times right. that I know, like, every single note, every exactly. lyric, you the, know? I just like, posted a photo <laughs> on my story earlier. It was, um... It was Isaiah Rashad and Vince Staples hanging out with the Easter Bunny. Yeah, just, that was hilarious. I just <laughs> the same one. That is so funny. I literally just posted the same one. Speaking of Vince Staples, Vince Staples is a guy that I'm coming up. Yeah, Mike had posted bro. that that he was uh, just listening to Vince's new project. Yeah, Vince is nasty. I uh, my uh, I think my favorite song by Vince is probably "Lift Me Up." Yeah, "Lift Me Up" Lift is dope. "Lift Me Up" go crazy. I like "Yeah Right" too. "Yeah Right." He's mm-hmm. now him and Kendrick. They went crazy on that on Big Fish, bro. They yep. went stupid. They went I think Prima Donna is still my favorite. Prima Donna's crazy. There was a lot of cool concepts on that too, and yeah. I know he's like a big like Joy Division and New Order fan, and yeah. you can hear that type of production in his shit. I like his grittiness in his voice. I think because his way he expresses himself, he's very passionate. He's serious about what the fuck he's saying. Yes. Like I, I, like I feel like real deep into his music when I heard Nate. Uh, as a kid, all I wanted was to kill a man. Be mm-hmm. like my daddy friends hopping out that mini van. He was snapping. So mm-hmm. it was like when I heard that, I felt that West Coast vibe. You know what I'm yep. saying? That long beach life through his voice. So yep. I'm like, hell yeah, this sounds like 
I, it reminded me of Detroit. It reminded me of the East Side, the Red Zone. So it's just like, damn, that's crazy. Even though he a crit. And sometimes you he'll know? be talking about something super serious, but he'll do it to like a production that's kind of like a party type right. beat. Right. And so you're like subconsciously almost like, like learning deep shit. shit. You know what right. I mean? Some deep shit. Like, I'm turning like up. Backpack or backpack. Yeah. Like that song's fucking crazy, and that's yeah. like super deep lyrics and that shit. And I want to let y'all know I'm not a blood or a crit, so I just wanted to say. That. <laughs> no, I know I say Red record. Zone. Yeah, yeah. You know I'm a regular motherfucker. We've know? had one on the show before. Oh, <laughs> we've, we've had a couple. <laughs> on yeah, both sides, really. quick, because uh, we want to cover. I want to talk about this last week, and I just want to go into it real quick before we go into the next thing. It takes like ten seconds. Yep. But the uh, that the Evergreen ship that was blocking the Suez Canal, oh, like yeah. that was like responsible for like a billion of dollars of like shit getting late. Mm. It got freed the day I after. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw so, that. Um, uh, I'm still confused at how it got there, but <laughs> yeah, it's fucking yeah. crazy. <laughs> but um, before I move on from his, here's what he was just talking about. Here's that song from. Lewis the Child and Duckworth, it's called Get Together. We've gotta get ourselves together, like what's it gonna be? One step moving forward, three steps back, back, fell deep into trap. I did that mean there is a war of words that might be on the verge of losing myself and her. So I never wanna let you down. I'm a hard and lost and found. I never wanna let you down. I'm a hard and lost and found. So That's a little bit of Get Together out of Lewis Child and Duckworth. The album is called Here For Now. Um, man, I got to check that out. You got fucking Earth Gang on there. You got yeah, um, Foster the on Peoples on here. Duckworth. Bob Moses is super dope. I like that guy a lot. That's sweet. I'm going to check that out. Um, and then, all right, so I guess it'll be back on me. I didn't have any more albums, but I did have a couple songs that I wanted to talk about. Um, this being the first one. Holy shit, let me pull this bad boy up. We, I don't even need to talk about him because we've talked about him so much on this podcast already. But he's always dropping these dope new tracks. And it is our man Freddie Gibbs. Gangsta Gibbs. Um, and he's got this new track. He's got some kind of weird theme going the on rabbit. right now with rabbits, right? So, I mean, that's what that was his nickname. Oh, is that what his nickname yeah. is? But I feel like the, the artwork has all been like these cartoon like rabbit pictures. The last one was Schoolboy Q had the bunny on it. This new video has it on here. but And the song is called Big Boss Rabbit. But here's Freddie Gibbs, Big Boss Rabbit for you. Out of Gary, Indiana. There's never any doubts in my mind because I'm the best in the world, even though a lot of you don't like to hear it. I just, it's fact, I'm the best, you know what I mean? I sometimes, I don't want to believe in myself, but it's the truth, I'm the best. And I'm just convinced, you know what I mean? These fellas, I didn't challenge me with their somewhat prim primitive skills. They're just as good as dead. Slam Big Mac 11, back of the seven on some bullshit. I put a president on my wrist and I got frosty. Stack it like Pringles, you want a single, it's gonna cost you. Slow on the hair and I don't sell them bitches too often. 
Man, my jewelry like some laser beams. Step out with your lady, shoot some babies on a Maybelline. Overdoses, total, cut the cocoa with the ketamine. Doping, ibuprofen in my bowl, I got them recipes. Bossy, shooter like Steph, I just hit for three and I wasn't even looking. Your favorite rapper just hit the stage, little bitchy about to book them. Bitches in love, I just keep the pussy, I just keep it pushing. My baby mamas knew the job was crooked before they took it. Can't train records, bitch, we running shit. Just touch down in the airport, Louis V backpack full of them hundreds, bitch. Cleaning that between ho, I'm a gangster, not no lover, bitch. Grammy after party, bitch, we rock it like we wanna, bitch. Bossy, we magazine. Back of the seven on some bullshit. I put that president on my wrist and I get frosted. Back it like Pringles, you want a single, it's gonna cost you. See your rabbit, young Freddy Kane, I'm on some bullshit. Big Mac 11, back of the seven on some bullshit. I put that president on my wrist and I get frosted. Back it like Pringles, you want a single, it's gonna cost you. That's a little bit of boss, a big boss rabbit out of him. And the last one that I have, and I'll pass it over to you guys, is out of our friend of the podcast, um, Danae. Um, she just put out a brand new single called Stuck in 2020. Shout out to Danae. Shout out to She's Danae. not really in front of the podcast yet because she hasn't been on here, but she will be We've been be talking on here. about it back and forth. Yeah. We've been t- she was like, I'm so nervous to come on the podcast. I'm like, don't be nervous. We're not going no. <laughs> to make you do no, nothing you don't want to do. No, we're going to grill her on everything. <laughs> My blood tests, all that. But she's got that super unique, jazzy-ass sounding voice, and I, I really enjoy the, um, the shit that she's been working on. So here's a little bit of her. Hmm. Yeah, she's from she's, Ipsy. She's from Ipsy, okay. yep. Yeah. So here's a little bit of her. I think I got stuck in 2020. Stuck it kind of reminds me of uh, Amy Winehouse. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Like a little bit like the vibrato of her voice. Yeah. I think I got stuck in 2020. I told Dilo. She's definitely been on some rap hooks too. And Keep a G kid. I told Dilo. Speaking of Keep a G, I told Dilo that. Including my project, this was the favorite, my favorite project you ever had was the next project. Today or yesterday, sun didn't come out to shine, so I slept through another phase. Memories are fuzzy, I'm stuck in a haze. Rolling up dizzies, no bubbly, searching for doors to escape. Feels like all I Clean <laughs> I am so mad at myself. <laughs> My roommates keep tearing it up, then pass out on the couch. Now I'm walking in circles <laughs> under the ceiling fan. She does listen to our podcast, and we did play her music on there a few weeks ago. Yeah, so maybe she heard it. Yeah, yeah, that's a little bit of stuck in 2020, man. Yeah, her vibe is super dope. We had a long conversation about, like, because she's, like, you know, pretty self-conscious about her craft, as, as most people are, you know? Yeah. It's fucking personal as shit. And mm-hmm. I was just kind of trying to offer her some encouraging words. Like, your shit is amazing. Like, right? don't doubt yourself. You right. are doing to- really tight music. So, yeah, that's Danae for us. And hopefully you can look forward to her being on this show um, for a little we're something working, special we're that we're working on behind the scenes. I'm already reaching out to her. Hell yeah, Like, your man. music's so dope. I would love to work with you. Hell yeah. That's all the, the new music I had. Is there anything else that you guys wanted yeah, to uh, I got pop this up one, here? This one project, I went just off the album art, like, specifically. Also, the West Side Gun one was dope. Oh, fuck little, yeah. Uh, the the uh, Easter track he dropped. Oh, let's see if I can find that. Um, there, The AG Club. 
I've been hearing about them. I, I actually about checked that. this out because I love the uh, I love the artwork there. The album's called Fuck Your Expectations Part One. <laughs> like the album artwork sold like me on it immediately. I'm like, okay, this is yeah, I'm gonna listen to this guys, and they did not disappoint. This shit is dope. Okay, um wait, what's the what's the name of the project again one more time? Fuck your okay. expectations Fuck your part expectations one. Expectations part one. Let me pull that up. Um what is a song that you would like me to play from it? Uh, let's go. Zane Lowe Alien curious. Abduction. <laughs> Zane Lowe Alien Abduction is hilarious. You know what? I feel like that might be a, like an interlude or a scare. It or probably like is. That. I bet that makes go sense. Go with a bitch curious. Okay. All right. Here's a bitch curious out of uh, AG Club off Fuck Your Expectations Part 1. Let anybody say I didn't go as hard as possible. If I fucking died tomorrow, I can't let nobody say it. Fucking, I didn't go so crazy. Anything else you guys had that you want me to play, or are we good? I are think we, we're. Good. Are we still doing new? Yeah, yeah. Uh, new music. Yep. Um, fuck. How new? Like it, it, it could be, be brand just, new to you, or it could be came like out last yesterday. week. You know? or, <laughs> yeah, brand new to you. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, got you. Um, could have dropped this morning, like the Westside Gun track. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't. Fuck. Cause I do have one. I had one in mind, and it's, it kind of faded. If you think about it, while we're going on with the rest of the show, we'll double back to it. Bet, real, that. real, uh, dude. Have you seen this Van Gogh exhibit, like the immersive Van Gogh I exhibit? I sent it to you. <laughs> Lindsay, so Lindsay and I were actually go, like gonna go to this on uh into Chicago, like mm-hmm. in a couple weeks. Like, but tickets are fucking hard to get. Yeah, they're like, they're not that bad. They're only like thirty bucks, mm-hmm. but they're like kind of hard to get. Mm-hmm. It's like this immersive Van Gogh exhibit. Like it's all interactive and stuff like that. And like you just like sit in. And it's like just one big. The room Video is like one big and shit. Van Gogh painting. Yeah, it looks. That's in the mid. Cr- mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're bringing it to Detroit. Yeah, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. They're bringing it to Detroit in this month. As fuck. Yeah, yeah I like see that it, for sure. it was in Paris, Chicago, New York, and now Detroit. I heard the DIA was um, doing something cool that, too that if I can't it, think of right if now. If the DIA, I, I, that would be my pick of where it's gonna be. Is the yeah, DIA. it probably will yeah. be. Or like the Fisher. Uh, maybe not the Fisher Building. It might be like. Uh, yeah, it might be the Fisher. I don't know. It could be. Yeah, but no, probably DIA. You're probably DIA right with would that. be the more fitted because I did the. Uh, what was the female painter from like Mexico? Uh, that Frida Kahlo. Frida, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's who. Yeah, because uh, what's her what's her face from? 
damn, I forgot her name, the actress. Selma Hayek? Selma Hayek played her in the movie. Yeah. yeah thank you. Thank you for picking mm-hmm. that up. Yep. But yeah, uh, they had a whole exhibit on her recently, like right, 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 uh, like last fall, like right during the COVID, like not the COVID peak, but like the COVID die down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. So yeah, I know they do these feature artists. I know Van Gogh, like, it's hard to really get Van Goghs, like, in the States, because it's usually not the ones that are really sought after, like, because mm-hmm. they're all, like, in Paris and all over the fucking world, pretty Van much. Van Gogh did so. Starry Nights, right? Yes. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. Yes, he did. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess we can move on to our little news segments. Um, I guess that was a news segment. That's definitely a news segment. Um, but I was going to kick it over to you with some sports. I know we had some sports things come up over the week. Um, March Mo- Madness. March Madness. The Gonzaga, the man. That shit was we're, crazy. We're down last to the night. two. That half court fucking buzzer beater that fucking won the game last UCLA, night. UCLA. <laughs> I feel RIP. Like, I feel dude, bad. They dude. played fucking they good. Played ama- they both played amazing. Both teams played amazing. It's yeah. just that buzzer beater from Gonzaga. I was like, ooh. And, and then buzzer- on the flip side of that, like the game before that yeah. was an absolute blowout yep. with Houston and uh, Baylor. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good for me because my cousin was beating me in my family pool uh-huh. and he picked Houston to go all the way. So now I'm in the lead because I got Gonzaga going all the way. So See, I might this win like, this shit. This like uh, new to me. I don't watch sports. No, that's <laughs> cool, that's man. I don't watch TV. So it's like, you know, I don't really watch sports like that. I just started uh, watching UFC fights with my friends. Every Dude, Saturday. I've been getting into that lately, too. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of UFC. But yeah. that's the only thing. I don't know none of their names either. Like, <laughs> I don't watch sports. I don't watch TV like that. So only thing I watch is anime is like cartoons. But I want to fuck y'all. Sports. No, fuck you're good, bro. We don't report no, on I too love, much of it. Just no, the I main headlines that we see and shit. And I think probably the most notable thing that we saw come out of like I guess the sports entertainment world, a little bit of both, because it involved an actor and a um, the Kevin Durant, Michael <laughs> Kevin Rappaport. Durant, Michael Rappaport. Exchange. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you follow Michael Rappaport on on Instagram, Michael he's Rapp- known as a fucking loudmouth. That's what he does. He's a troll. He talks shit. That's oh, like. He's also he on a great show called Atypical, but it's not great because of him. It's right. great because oh, of. But show he's been in great. a lot of great yeah. movies. I mean, using Spike Lee's "Do the Right Thing." He's been in a lot of good movies, but right. um. But anyway, so Michael Rappaport constantly trolls people. He's basically a professional troll at this point, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, so he was razzing uh, Kevin Durant about some interview Kevin Durant did with Charles Barkley where he was, like, kind of beating around the bush and getting upset about shit Charles Barkley was saying to him. Mm-hmm. And so, obviously, Michael Rappaport's talking shit. And Kevin Durant, like, sent him a fucking bunch of DMs, like, calling him all kinds of shit that are, like, <laughs> so foul. Like, he was saying, like, your wife should be, like, fucking disappointed in you, you fucking cum guzzler. Like, I'm gonna, it was bad. Yeah, I'm going to whoop your ass he next like, time I see you. Like, go get like, some sun, you pasty white bitch. I'm going to like that. It was spit in your face. No, you like, know, on top of it, there's so many things I found cringy about that. I mean, obviously the Kevin Durant shit, but, like, yeah. one, it looked like Michael Rappaport didn't do nothing. Like, it was a pit of angel. Right, yeah, he he deleted fucking yeah, DMs. Man. First of all, you deleted DMs. Second of all, I guess this exchange was a few months ago. It wasn't yeah. recent. This was like from like December. So you're just posting it now. And That's my second. He didn't thing. need to post the DMs. He no, didn't have to do that. He just wanted some. Michael Rappaport yeah. like he is a professional like fucking. You're right, a professional yeah. troll. Yeah. Like, why the fuck are you holding on to this? And the worst part about it now is KD got fucking fined 50 G's from the league because of it because yeah. it went out and came public. So he got a fucking fat fine for it. Which yeah. I mean. Kevin Durant was and issued an, grand, and he had to issue an apology. <laughs> to, he issued an apology that it went public. He yeah. issued an apology that you know that he said it. Yeah, right. I would have said that. Take shit. It right, yeah. <laughs> and it's just fifty G's to. I mean, it's going to be donated to a charity. To Kevin Durant, so whatever, shit, but, but yeah, it ain't shit to Kevin Durant. Plus, he's on the Nets, and he's probably going to win the championship this year, so he's going to get a fat bonus there too. Yep. <laughs> But um, yeah, that's all I had for news. Was there anything else that you had down for news or sports? March Madness. You know, we got Gonzaga and we got. Baylor. Baylor, yeah. That's about yep. it. 
Um, yeah, and then with um, I didn't have any like new TV or movie news. I don't think besides Godzilla, we watched, like, Godzilla, Godzilla Kong. versus Kong was I great. See it. I, I watched see it, it twice. I actually, like, <laughs> I feel like it and nobody. Well, I mean, with most so. of those Godzilla movies, it's kind of more just about. The visuals of it, I mean, the storyline's yeah. okay. No, you, know, you don't but, need to. You don't watch that movie for the storyline. Like, there was like thirty something fucking fight scenes between See, them too. So that's, and that's, that's <laughs> what I watch it for. I watch it for the for action. It, right? yeah. we came it's for, the, for the fight. Spicy iguana versus the monkey. And you actually, and you did what I wanted to do with it. I actually wanted to see it in theaters because those mm. kind of movies are tight. I went to the, dri- I went to the drive-in in Dearborn last night. The, oh yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. there's one in Dearborn. Yeah, uh, oh, that's oh, the big, a, a that's Greenfield the big one. Village. A Greenfield no, Village. No, not the Greenfield Village one. The Henry Ford one. No, not that one. It's the. Which uh, one is this then? It's the main one that everybody goes to from the city. The I, uh, Ford drive-in. Oh, that's is that that technically Dearborn? That's Dearborn. That's, oh, I didn't that's even Dearborn, that. Detroit Ford border, Wyoming? but it's yeah. on the Dearborn side. That place is tight because they don't give a shit what you do in there, and you can literally bounce around and watch movie after movie after movie. No, they don't. To. Like <laughs> we, we allegedly smoked a bowl and <laughs> yeah. watched some movies. Brought a bought a pizza. It was fucking chill. Rob and I got lit. twisted one time in there because they were they were premiering uh, Kevin Hart's like stand up in there, and we okay. went there and watched one of Kevin Hart's stand ups. That was pretty tight. But um, yeah, Godzilla is the only thing I think I watched. Um, I'm really waiting on Peaky Blinders season six to come out because that shit is so good. Crushed uh, that I didn't show. see the Falcon Winter Soldier this week. I, I really haven't seen it yet. It, I haven't seen any of it. Start? I really it started, yeah, Plus. It's episode three right now. Okay. And then WandaVision ended. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been finished WandaVision. Yeah. I had what? news though. Oh nice. Well, I don't have necessarily news news, but I, it is secondly news. Uh, 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 the first black owned grocery store was just opened on the east side. Oh, what? Hell yeah. By uh Pharaoh. Uh, I think I don't. Uh, I think it's. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name. It's like his name. His name on Instagram is a. I mean, I'm sorry. F A I R, uh, O underscore A, A. I mean, I'm sorry. R A F A. It's that beer. It's that beer. But he, 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 <laughs> Damn he, you, bells, bro. You feel me? But he opened up the first grocery. You know, black owned grocery store on the east side of Detroit. Um, and I remember when I was following him on the gram, I, I started following him on Instagram because he made uh, Make the Hood Great Again shirt hats. Okay. I don't know if you ever seen that. He had made, uh, he was making hats like Make Seven Mile Great Again, Make Jefferson Great Again, Make, uh, he'd been making hats for a couple years. Uh-huh. Uh, I think even Yo Gotti uh, had one in one of his videos. Oh, that's sad. Oh, that's so cool. I started following him like years ago. And then he went on, I think he made like a post saying that. There's no black owned grocery stores in uh, Detroit, and you know black people we we love to eat and cook. So mm-hmm. he he started a GoFundMe account, and he got uh, the money to open a, a grocery store with just the GoFundMe account. Oh, that's, that's crazy! Up, that's sweet, man. And, and, and dot, it was on uh, CNN, it was on the uh, Fox Two News, and everything. Damn, that's yeah. sweet. You know what we forgot to talk about last week huh. too? And shout out because. We all, we like to support like local you know the local scene and we love to support like black owned businesses. Yep. We forgot about Tone Tones Coney Island, the Tony Whoa. Island on the Tone east side. How the fuck do we forget about that? <laughs> That's on the east side too. Yeah. East side on the east side. On the yeah. <laughs> so yeah, shout out to Tone Tone. Go get the, go cop that what up dough burger. Yep. yep. Well, yep. I didn't even know they had a what up dough burger. Yeah. <laughs> what up dough burger. Yeah. I'm over there. It's twenty four hours. I don't know. Okay. Actually, I don't know. It was funny. Someone was talking about how Detroiters say "what up, though" for everything, and they're like, "It can mean so many different things." (laughs) That's like the "you good." (laughs) Yo, you good? 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 Hey, you good? You good? (laughs) No, you good? (laughs) Good? (laughs) It's like it's like in the tone. What up, though? What up, though? What up, though? What up, though? It's in the tone. You can kind of tell like the tone of like how much you fuck with that person when you say it. If you say it like high pitch, if you only know him like that, you hit it with the regular "what up, though." All right. 
Um, I think we already gave most of our music news during our Something Old, Something New segment. The only other notable thing that I have is why we started a little bit earlier tonight, because I need to get my ass home by 8. Oh, yeah. Because tonight's versus, versus tonight. battle is the one I'm most excited for. Fucking Isley Brothers versus yeah, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. That's tonight? Oh, that's lit. Yeah, that they do no Easter. 8 o'clock. Yeah. yeah, man. This is going to be amazing. Real um, quick, I do want to go back to you real quick before okay. we... Uh, like, I want to know, like, your story of just how you got, like... What what do you want to like get out of your music? I always want to ask like artists oh, that that oh, question. What I want to get out of my music. What do you want to get out? Of? Like where do you, how far do you want to take this and where do you want to do with it? Um, that's uh, uh for the, to the universe. Um, you know, but me personally, I I love being underground. You know, but I I do feel like I'm trying to just be the next me. Like I I can't. I usually I would say like oh I'm trying to be the next such and such. Fuck that. I'm trying to be the next Nappy Devi uh, as far as I'm willing to go. Like, of course, I want to tour the world. I want to be able to sell merch. I want to be performing um, on Jimmy Kimmel, you know. Uh, Hell yeah. Uh, you know, uh, what is it? Live? F- what, what is the other one? <laughs> um, Fallon, Tonight Show. Yeah, Tonight yeah. Show. Yep. Uh, I want Saturday to be Night Live. Exactly, Sunday Night Live. Um, I would do the Super Bowl, too, but I hear they don't get a lot of bread. You just get a lot you know, of No, you don't get anything for the yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. You just get exposure. <laughs> yeah, for the, you get exposure. Fact, you just get exposure. the weekend, you won't. <laughs> exactly, see? But, um, I mean, I, mean, I just want to... At the, to be honest, I just kind of just want to um, just be myself and show like other kids the same. Just uh, be who you are, and and because I, I just really do this shit because I'm because I love it. I'm right. passionate about it. You know, at some point, of course, I would love to make a lot of money off of it because who who wouldn't want to make bread off of what they love mm-hmm. to do? But you know, I'm really passionate about uh, my music. It's very it's a coping mechanism for me, like writing and getting people's um, input on it, it. It makes me feel like shit. I guess I am saying something that. Um, can affect people in a positive way, and mm-hmm. it's it's always half like from when I first started to now. So it's like I'm just trying to get to where I'm supposed to be. I don't like to um, say what it is that I want because that's just mainly me trying to predict the future. And right. I don't right. I don't know what the future is, but I know that it's positive, and I'm just prepared for that. And, and obviously, I'm still new to your music, but man, one thing I can say off just like even just the one track that I heard is I like that. You have you show true artistry, so mm. you're not just trying to ride whatever fucking popular trend and exactly. sound is out right now. Like that's what separates like here today, gone tomorrow artists. Yeah, you one of those like those versatile switch up artists. Yep. Yeah, and I love and that's that important. Can go versatility is a big, big deal. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, appreciate it. So that shit is sweet, man. Hell yeah, appreciate um, it. Was well, there anything else you guys wanted to get to before? Or, you want to plug any uh, your social medias and shit before uh, we uh, get off here? Uh, well, yeah, shit. Uh, you know, my social media is Nappy Devi. Um, that's Nappy with an I N A P P I D E V as in Victor I. Um, you know, that's on Facebook. Uh, you know, fan page or Instagram, YouTube. I ain't really no TikToker. I ain't really no Twitter guy. Yeah. I'm just. I, I mean, I just. I never really got super hip to Twitter. Yeah. I tried to get on there, but. I like to talk my shit. I don't really like to tell people what I'm doing. Uh-huh. Like, ain't Twitter supposed to be like, oh, walking my dog, you know, ain't <laughs> <right>. some noodles. <laughs> like, nah, bro. I'm just going to be on there like, hey, I ain't like this bitch. She looked at me funny. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> That's me. I'm that type of person. Like, or just make a story like my apartment manager a bitch. Because she is. And uh, shout out to her. But, um, uh... You know, um, yeah, Nappy Devi. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> um, I got some new shit coming out. Uh, I'm about to drop a single called New Cape 420 with visuals uh, produced 
video uh, produced and uh, directed by Ryan Detroit, and he also produced the track too. Um, and I got a project, uh, like seven track uh, EP coming out uh, May seventh. So awesome, man! Well, we'll definitely uh, be listening for it. We'll definitely play whatever you want us to play here on the oh, yeah, show. You know, it, man. Uh, we we enjoyed talking to you today. So appreciate y'all having me. Yeah, man, for sure. Yeah, you, you're going to be a return guy. I <laughs> for tell. sure. So, and hey, now that we yeah. got the phone call thing up and running, anytime yeah. you want to fucking holler at us or get, we'll you know, call you, you know, for sure. I'm going to call and talk some shit. Like, man, y'all got me fucked up off that beer, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I still got the bottle. <laughs> Antique, my guy. <laughs> well, um, with the versus battle about to happen in an hour, I'm going to fucking leave us Is with... it really an hour or is it going to start like... I mean, they're old. This probably going to start... Saying, they're old, right on time. <laughs> yeah, right? No. <laughs> what was the last one? What was the last one that started like right on time? That was uh, oh, Ghostface Raekwon. Yeah, Ghostface... That started that like right on the dot. <laughs> yep. Like, I've never seen that shit in verse. Rappers like, not being wow. late, that is underrated. <laughs> I feel bad for my seven minutes. Right? <laughs> oh, they, talk, they talk shit about me. Like, late. Uh, I'm notoriously late, so I feel that. <laughs> but um, I could play a million songs by either of them, because honestly, as you're going to see tonight, the catalogs of both of these oh. motherfuckers have songs and songs and songs and songs. What's up? Fire, bro. We I forgot a birthday. Who's? Ooh. Kyle. From Dukatron. It's Kyle's birthday. Yeah, man? and Kevin. Yeah. Oh shit, Kyle and Kevin. Oh my god, how can I forget you? I love you guys. Those are two of my fucking homies. Of I love friends, you guys. Man. Um, yeah, shout out to you guys. Kyle being a friend of the show. So yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. double down on some Dukatron next week, and I'll rock some Dukatron as well. Dope. But um, here's a little bit of one of my favorite Earth, Wind, and Fire songs. That's the way of the world. Um, and we will catch you next week. Peace. Peace. Yeah.